The views expressed in this program are those of the participants. I'm Danielle Metz. I'm Robert Vaughn. And this is the Daniel Metz Show. Well, despite a publication ban in the UK, everyone seems to be talking about the arrest of Tommy Robinson. Shh, you're not supposed to say that. <laughs> Shh, we're only in the Commonwealth. We're not part of Britain. The publication ban has been lifted in the meantime, but for a while there it was hush-hush in Britain and people were using euphemisms in the way to describe the situation. And the situation was that Tommy Robinson was arrested for reporting on public property about a Muslim gang rape group. And he made sure that he checked with the officers that he was okay to record where he was. He was very careful using the word alleged. He did not in any way, shape or form affect the court case because from my understanding, it was at the sentencing phase where there's no jury involved anymore. It was just a judge. So in no way did he overstep any bounds, but they arrested him anyway because he had a suspended sentence from about a year before of three months and he was it was 18 months he had to go without being arrested again so the judge took him threw him in jail and added 10 months to his sentence which he knew and the judge admitted this in court could possibly be a death sentence for tommy because of his run-ins with the muslim gangs in britain so given all this uh, i'm terrified <laughs> <laughs> and well you should be the united kingdom has become an authoritarian police state by any definition of that word. Now, it's interesting, Bob and I, we were just downtown walking on the street, and I said, what does a police state look like? And he goes, it can look just like this. He says, the Soviet Union would look just like this. You can walk from house to house. You can go and you can shop. You know, it's just that in the back of your mind, at any given time, you could be arrested with trumped-up charges and go to jail or be killed by the police uh, you could have your um, assets seized uh, at any given time. It's just like life goes on. So ask yourself the question, what does a police state look like? And the answer is the United Kingdom at today. Yep. When you can be fined for training your pet dog to jokingly do the Hitler salute and you get fined for it. Uh, just the, What scares me the most isn't that Tommy was arrested because, yes, he had a suspended sentence. So you could argue that maybe, possibly, that the judge misunderstood what he was doing and they could present the facts in court and stuff like that. But it was he was convicted right away without, that, without a solicitor and then that the press was not allowed to talk about it. That is when the state starts shutting down the freedom of the press is when you know you are definitely living in a police state because there's no scrutiny of the actions of the court, the police, or the government. There's so many things to take away from the Tommy Robinson arrest, uh, besides the uh, the obvious, which is, of course, that it's uh, trumped-up charges. He was actually arrested by the police for disturbing the peace. Yes. And, yeah, of course, that got changed once he got to court. Because they had to figure out, okay, well, that's not going to stick, so what can we actually make stick? Yeah, right. The, the actions of uh, thugs, that's what that was. Also, the takeaway from this, and... I think we would be remiss if we didn't bring up the fact that why was Tommy doing this? He was doing this because of a so-called grooming trial. Now, Mark Stein wrote an article about the whole arrest, and he defined grooming this way. Grooming, the useless euphemism for industrial-scale child gang rape and sex slavery by large number, numbers of Muslim men with the active connivance 
of every organ of the state, social workers, police, politicians, and, oh, yes, the media. That's grooming. So grooming sounds so wonderful, doesn't yes. it? I groomed my dog today, and now she's going to the show. Yes. You know? And doesn't she look beautiful now? Yes. Yeah. No, this is child gang rape on an industrial scale. And that was what Tommy was reporting on because the media refused to do it because it is predominantly by Muslim men. Yes. Predominantly from Pakistan. Mm-hmm. They're immigrants, too. It's not like this is... Yes, predominantly immigrants and... The media and the politicians were complicit, and a lot of them would refuse to report on it because they would be accused of the dreaded (gasps) I-word. You're an Islamophobe, whatever that means. (laughs) Yeah, the made-up word, okay. Yeah, yeah, that that situation in and of itself, too, and it wasn't just like when you say that they're being raped, they weren't just being raped. It was systematic, they'd... Um, brainwash them essentially they'd threaten them they'd get them in a blackmail position where they'd like um, get them to do something and then say oh if you you know if you don't come along with me or have sex with me or my friend we're going to tell your parents or we're going to burn your house down or we're going to do something it was it wasn't like they just stole these kids off the street and chained them up and raped them they actually mentally abused them as well very severely and put them in a position where they felt so guilty and so trapped and to, to, they went. Mark Stein went also to England and went to these neighborhoods and talked to these girls, and they said they were so, that they were ignored, they were laughed at, uh, they, they were, were blamed, they and they were arrested. arrested. Yes. yes, they were actually arrested. Yeah, the the, the willful blindness and the fear of being called being the fear, the absolute fear of being called racist. And I don't know if it's even that. I mean. They're not they're not so much afraid of being called racist, I think, as they're afraid of the repercussions to their job, their life, and everything. The word itself only means that it's going to go higher up the chain where they're going to be punished for it. I read once about a uh, particular cop who uh, was complaining, and he ended up dead. That's Conveniently dead. dead. Conveniently dead. Yeah, convenient for the people who uh, he was about to rat on. And apparently the police were actually part of this job rape gang, as well as counselors in the town of Rotherham, where the most famous one Yes, happened. that was the 1,400 kids, I believe, were yeah. involved in that Can one. you imagine that? It's a small town in England, yeah. 1,400 children involved in this Ages gang. 11 to 17, I believe, was yeah. the... It's disgusting. And now he was conveniently dead, and Tommy's now conveniently in prison, where... They keep hoping that somebody will do their dirty work for them so he can end up being convicted. I think dead. that that's what the intent was by the police and the judge in the case was to kill him. Yep. Kill him by proxy. By proxy, yes. Yeah, and though, you know, to be fair, and it's really difficult to be fair in this case, you know, he apparently violated the law. But you know something? 13 months in prison with people who have said that they will kill you for... Uh, reporting on a case that you're Even not supposed to report court, on? He's apparently one level down from maximum security. Contempt of court for standing on public streets, speaking into a cell phone, using all the proper terminology, using a ledge, asking using, permission, asking permission, all the rest of that stuff. And they sentenced him to 13 months in just under maximum security level with people who want him dead. A little over the top, I think. Yes, I think they might have overplayed their hand, giving all the protests that have been going on around around mm-hmm. the world, even. I was so impressed. Oh, yes. Ottawa, Toronto, in Australia, New all York. over Britain, New York. It's just Austria, Germany, mm-hmm. everywhere. It's And considering there was a publication ban, but apparently the British 
politicians and judicial system doesn't understand the concept of the internet because <laughs> <laughs> you can't get away with anything anymore as soon as one person has access to the web everything will be exposed you know stein said uh, um, he was surprised that they have these empire-wide denotices that he thought uh, lapsed with the passage of the statute of westminster the thing about denotices or defense notices was that it was designed to make sure that while the country was at war, things aren't being leaked, mm. right? And for we have publication bans here in Canada as well, and sometimes they may be used for good. For example, if you do not want uh, a jury to be influenced by the press while um, a serious, long, drawn-out trial is involved, or you want to protect Usually the it's identity protect a of a young person. Yeah. yeah. In those cases, you can see it. But in this particular case, I cannot see it, not with the grooming and not with Tommy Robinson's arrest. That was actually a gag order on that as well. That that, that makes no sense. That makes no to To put a gag order on a arrest for basically a mundane contempt of court yeah, charge. Yeah, fine. You know. That's, yeah, it's fine worthy. It's not throw him in jail worthy. Um, and it just... I don't know if they understood what they were doing by drawing attention to it, by putting it, if they just allowed it be, just said, listen, he violated the terms of his conditional sentence. So we put him in jail for that. And, but they, I mean, they turned away his solicitor. He, he called his own lawyer mm -hmm. and they told him, if I understand correctly, that Tommy was going to be released. So there's no need for him to come down to the courthouse. So they provided him with somebody who did not know what was going on to, to represent him in court. So none of the, it was not... He wasn't vetted. It was just like, here, you violated, you're gone. You know, there was no court proceedings, as far as I understand. It was just like, yep, you're gone. Bye-bye. Have fun. Yeah, it's a police state. The most chilling part of that Mark Stein um, article is that when the police came up to that 12-year-old girl uh, that, and then drove away, they said, he said, and leaving them, and heading off to arrest one man with a cell phone over and over and over. Yeah. And that's exactly what it is. You know, I was part of a, um, a jury for a serious crime uh, a few years ago. And during the jury selection process, of course, you were not supposed to know or report on the fact of who was being tried. Mm. When you're selected for the jury, you are, they don't tell you what it's for. And... One fella actually sort of um, on his phone, on his cell phone, because you, you were allowed your cell phones, which is really strange. That to me, is but, strange. But um, uh, during the selection process, on his cell phone, looked up what it could be for and then tweeted out that, hey, we got, uh, I'm on jury selection for this trial. And that's in violation of a ban. Yeah, I would think so. You know what the judge did? What? He gave him a stern talking to. Well, that's... And dismissed him. Yeah, that's that's how we that's how you should do things that, in this particular exactly. case. Exactly, that's that's the like the fact that he ran it by the cops. The cops could say, "Listen, no, you shouldn't be here." You know, it's not like they don't know who he is. It's not like they probably don't know about a suspended sentence. They probably knew all that. They could have just said, "Listen, you're kind of in violation of this. You might want to get out of here." Mm -hmm. But no, they have the picture of the judge looking out the window, salivating as oh, at the yeah. opportunity to snatch him off the street and throw him in the clinker. Yep. You know, it's just, it's so disgusting. It's absolutely awe-inspiringly. And you don't think it could happen here, but it could. Oh, it probably I, has. Oh, yes, it does. It <laughs> we just does don't happen. hear about it because the publication bans. Did you remember, oh, you have to go back quite a few decades, but Mark Emery uh, was 
vocal against uh, the police at one particular time and had some um, kiosks downtown. Mm. And the police uh, harassed him and ended up pulling him over a number of times in his vehicle. Oh, your tail lights out. Oh, this, up that violation. When before, of course, he would go years and years and years without ever seeing a cop. Yeah. But once he became vocal about the police uh, negatively, all of a sudden they were tailing him all the time. That's what they did with Tommy as well. Yeah, they he, was, have, he pulled over like two or three times a week. Yep. They have people tailing him all the time whenever he goes out. Yep. And you get you let these child rapists off, you know, or, or, or do their deed with impunity for many, many years and... You get the police complicit in it, and like Stein said, they get this guy with a cell phone and just arrest him over and over and over again. Yep. It's sad and shocking. It is. Well, with that being said, so everybody very much take care of yourselves, behave yourselves, and we'll talk to you soon. Cheers. If you've enjoyed this presentation, visit www.justratemedia.org for more programming that's not right-wing, it's just right.